Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. Today, we are going to be surfing the complaining waves. So we have all had that day where we just can't stop complaining. I, in fact, I was just complaining a few minutes ago. So for the super sensitive psychic out there, you might have those friends that call you up and no matter what you say, they just got to get it all out. They got to release all their complaints and you're the recipient of that. They got to tell you all about them. They might feel better and move on with their day. And you might end up being surrounded by blobs of energy that aren't yours. Sometimes it feels heavy or choppy or disjointed. You might feel like you're in slow motion. So it's not a bad thing that this happens. It's part of the human experience. And it's going to happen again one day. So it's a sign out there that you have offered support, but sometimes the friends or family members get super comfortable (laughs) with their super sensitive psychic friend, and they're just going to unwind and unload, (laughs) and they know you can handle whatever they're complaining about. So there is a compliment in there somewhere, not to be all spiritually ego about it, but... uh, They are acknowledging that you might know a little bit something more than they do. So that's kind of nice. But it might be that they trust you or trust your knowledge about a situation. But then there are lots of articles around the web. And for some reason, this is coming up a lot for me, where it's all about boundaries and how to set them and all that stuff. And while that sounds like a great idea, it doesn't quite work out that way in your world. And whether they acknowledge your sensitivity or not, those friends and family members might know that deep within their spirit that they can be a spirit with you. So it might look like complaining on the outside, but inside they're just showing you their spirit. And so it gets a little complicated because you're trying to listen to what they're talking about or complaining about or gearing up to complain about. And then you're also trying to say hello to them as a spirit. And, you know, they're kind of asking for something and then you're trying to help and it gets complicated really fast. So they complain, they go away and you get to clean up your space after. That's usually how it ends up working. So today we're going to surf these cleanup waves and we'll get back to that spirit to spirit communication. And early in my training, uh, we were taught this tool of saying the word hello to everything. And of course, this can be really annoying when you start saying hello to everything out loud. So you may not want to do that. I can't recommend that because it it's annoying. Uh, but you can be saying hello as a spirit to everything around you and the people around you. And that does seem to help a lot where folks can feel a little bit of recognition of who they are as a spirit, and they start to calm down. And so maybe the complaining engine isn't running as fast as it normally would, because you've already said hello to them as a spirit. And then it's like, oh, yeah, I have my own information. You know, I have other things I'm doing as a spirit this lifetime. It's like, it's not all about the complaint. So, We'll look at that a little bit today and how to say hello and where to say hello. Um, Usually, uh, as a super sensitive psychic person, you're already saying hello to someone's heart space or you're saying hello to their head space or some other energy center, but you also aren't in their space. Although when they're complaining, it might feel like that other person is in your space. So that is probably happening And then what do we do? So we might look at those things called cords. (laughs) That was a big deal back in the 80s and 90s to 
unhook all the cords tapping into you, but uh, it's more of a softer, I think, interpretation of energy that kind of connects to you these days. It's not as harsh as it was back then. I think we're creating cords and releasing cords all the time, all day long now. I think the energy on the planet is different and humans are a little bit different and the way we interact is a little bit different as well. So we're not all ways, you know, focused on this one energy core that's like this tractor beam to your best friend. So you're connected all the time. And that's not usually happening in, you know, 2024. Maybe back in the 50s, it was like that, where you had this like unbreakable bond. (laughs) But now it's a lot different. We have a lot more, I guess, spiritual movement and freedom. So that's good. That's that's good stuff. But still, people are going to complain. So then what are we going to do? So we want to take a look at how you say hello to others also as spirit. And as they're talking, what are you doing to your space? So we'll kind of do a couple of examples of that. Uh, The other piece to this is that when somebody starts complaining about something, depending on the urgency of their voice or their energy, uh, we might want to feel like we want to jump in and do something. And usually the super sensitive psychic person has to take a step back, calm down their energy, pull in their aura, (laughs) connect to the earth and the sun, and get kind of situated where you can be neutral looking at the energy. But your friend's freaking out. They're complaining and, oh my God, all this horrible stuff happened. So then what do you do? So uh, we're going to look at that space too of where you're going to get into a different Uh, area of energy than they're in. And that can feel very weird. And uh, sometimes all of this energy is happening very fast uh, when the situation is, you know, right in front of you. And we don't get a chance to look at it, but we get to today. So uh, we want to look at how we can move our energy around, how we can move the energy that's not ours out of our space so we can get back to our own surf. And sometimes when we say that, it's like, oh, we're going to have this beautiful aura. It's going to be squeaky clean. Nothing weird is going on. Everything is aligned with the universe. Everything's happy again. And it's almost a state of perfection. And we're not going for perfect because just give yourself five minutes and here comes something else. You know, it could be anything. So we're not going for perfect. What we're going for is having the ability to move in and out of energy and keep changing our space to whatever we want it to be. And sure, we're going to get a little sidetracked or get a little mixed up, but then we're going to come back to ourselves again. And so we keep sort of practicing this space of looking at earth and cosmic energy almost every week, because in between those two big energies is your energy. And if you can know what earth energy is flowing through your space or the sun, solar light, cosmic energy, whatever I'm calling it, uh, flowing through your space, it's like, oh, then what's that other thing that's happening? And that's you. And so we forget so often during our day that we have our own energy happening And we could just spend all our time there, but it's so much easier looking at other stuff that's not ours. So I can look at earth energy flowing through my space or solar light flowing through my space. And then it's like, oh, wow, looking at all these different kinds of energy. And it's so amazing. And then slowly, slowly you calm down enough and you look at yourself and you're like, wow. So it's it's kind of um, a beautiful thing. It's a sacred thing. And sometimes in our daily life, we can't get quite get there. And so we trick ourselves looking at these other energies first. So um, I didn't quite invent this. <laughs> There's lots of modalities out there of how to run energy. But in general... 
that's kind of what we're getting at. So even if you were going to just pray, you have this certain prayer, and you're going to say this prayer for a while, and you're going to go through all the words, and all of a sudden, fourth or fifth line in of whatever the prayer is, you start to change your energy. You're doing something else. And if you keep doing the prayer long enough, and it's maybe a mantra, or you're going around the whole rosary or whatever you're doing, then it's like, oh yeah, something else is going on. It's like you forget about the prayer and you're focused back on you. And so that whole space of being connected to you and the bigger you and the bigger you over and over and over again is amazing. But what your friend is doing when they come to you with a problem and they're like complaining and they're freaking out, whatever that is, it's like they know you know how to get there to that space of you. And so they're trying to do the same thing, only starting from a very different place. They don't have a prayer in front of them. They don't have a rosary. They don't have a mantra. They're not running earth and cosmic energy. They're not even sitting down in a chair. So, you know, they're not quite there yet. They're somewhere else and they're making their way back to their body. Um, and a lot of times when we first start out, start out on our journey, figuring out our spiritual space, uh, many of us, including myself, start way outside the body. And so that brings me back to this tool of just saying hello, is that I can say hello to wherever my friend is, wherever they are in their complaining world. It might be way outside their body, but I can still say hello to them. And I can still say hello to them, even if they're floating way above their body and the complaint bubble of whatever that is. And I don't have to make them perfect or get their energy running or do anything. I just can say hello. And so this becomes a very sort of powerful sort of exercise. Um, and like I said before, you don't want to tell everybody, well, I said hello to you as a spirit. You were way outside your body. Like That's not going to help. That's not going to help the person who's complaining at all. Um, and I guess I've said a lot of weird things like that to people over the years. And now I know better. So I'm, hopefully I'm going to save you some time <laughs> and some friends. And um, yeah. So if you just kind of think about all the different types of folks that come to you, and they want to tell you stuff about their world. And it sounds like a complaint. You know, some of us are very attuned to different areas of that. If it sounds a little too blamey, it's like, oh, you know, the ears are already shutting down. Or if it sounds too angry, then something else is happening. But if you keep uh, bringing the energy of what you're looking at, uh, in an area that is not you, so you've pulled in your aura, you've got yourself in a neutral spot, whatever that is, you can have a different spot for that complaint energy or that energy coming out of your friend. And so it's outside of you. So today we are going to practice all this. So I'd like you to take a deep breath. I'm going to get into that space behind our eyes, the center of our head. Usually, if we can just find the center of our head, it gives other folks the idea to do the same thing. So even if you said nothing to them and just let them complain for 20 minutes and you're just finding your space, you know, one of the thoughts you might have is that you're not being very sensitive or attuned to them or, I don't know, you're not being nice, but it's not about nice. It's about finding your space. And it's not a harsh thing that you're doing. When you find your space, it allows other people to find theirs. It just doesn't always uh, get communicated that way. So as a spirit, you end up showing them. And that's probably the fastest form of communication. So if you just take a deep breath, we're going to get into that space behind our eyes. Six chakra, center of the head. You can imagine a great 
big golden light in the center of that head. Maybe you have a big comfy chair in there. You're going to sit there as a spirit. It's your own space. You might see out in front of you kind of a screen where we'll look at energy in a little bit. Sometimes that screen goes all the way around your head. Sometimes it's just right out in front. Great. All right. So then from the base of your spine (laughs) to the center of the earth, you're going to imagine a column of light. We call this a grounding cord. We call it grounding. But it's a flow of energy from the base of your spine to the center of the earth. And the earth says hello back. So just you saying hello to the earth, it's going to give other spirits out there the idea to do the same thing. And we are connected to the earth all the time. But when you really acknowledge it as a being with a body on the planet connected to the center of the earth, something else happens. You're in a two-way communication with the earth. Instead of just stomping around, (laughs) stomping around the planet. So just take a deep breath and notice that some of that earth energy starts to flow through the soles of the feet, through the legs and the hips, into that first chakra. You're just letting that earth energy circulate. Some of it will bubble up the spine. It's going to flow through all those energy centers that are along the spine. Some of that earth energy flows over the shoulders, down the arms and out the palms of the hands. Some of that energy will continue through the fifth chakra at the throat, through the sixth chakra center of the head and out the top of the head. Great. So we have one big energy that we can look at in our space. Then we're going to call in some of that cosmic light, that light from our sun, the sun we see every day. Some of you folks, especially at this time of the year, like to connect to the great galactic central sun somewhere deep within the Sagittarius constellation, somewhere over there. But you don't have to do that. You can just connect to our sun that we see every day and just have this great ball of light as if there's a sun above your head and you're going to call in that energy through the top of the head. It's going to continue down the back channels of the spine. It's going to start to bubble up the front channels of the spine. Some of that solar light will flow through the legs. Some of it will flow through that first chakra at the base of the spine, all the way down to the center of the earth. Some of that solar light will flow through the shoulders and the arms and out the palms of the hands. And I'd like you to just take a look at how much solar light are you bringing in right now? How much earth energy are you bringing in right now? Sort of notice what that mix is of energy. We kind of trick ourselves into being a column of light. And in between all that is your energy. So we want to call in that aura. Might be really big today. Might be really close to the body. But I'd like you to imagine that your aura is about two feet Above you, below you, front of you, behind you, and side to side. You might notice that it's a really nice round bubble today. And as you notice that sphere around you, there's all these different sort of layers of the aura. And so I'd like you to just be in that space in the center of your head. And I'd like you to think about any of the 
folks that might have been complaining to you over the last three days? They might be siblings. They might be other family members. They might be friends. Uh, Another thing that happens is that there will be conversations that aren't current that will keep going on. They hang out in your aura, and these conversations are full of complaints. (laughs) Only they're so old now, you kind of don't know where to put them. So I'd like you to look at that first layer of the aura, the one that's closest to the body. I'd like you to notice if there's any sort of blobs of energy that don't seem like yours. If there was a color for that first layer of the aura today, closest to the body, what would that be? Is your color kind of turquoise or is it pink or is it purple? Maybe you have some green going on. There's all sorts of ways to organize your energy space. Sometimes we like to be strict about the colors, but they can be any color. So in that first layer that has to do with that first chakra has a lot to do with survival. And sometimes when people complain, they really show up with that energy of, you know, survival or worry about their bodily uh, movements and if they're safe. Sometimes that fear really sort of hangs out in their body. And so you might notice any sort of blobs of energy in that first layer of the aura that may not be yours. And you don't need to identify every particular situation of that blob and where it came from. Uh, If you notice a blob, you can just release it down the grounding cord. You might want to check behind you because lots of super sensitive psychic folks come across energy they're not sure what to do with yet. And before they release it, they throw it in the back of your aura. So just notice that there's anything back there. It can be old energy. It could be fresh energy. It could be some fresh complaints flying around that aura. I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. And then choose a color that's all your energy in that first layer of the aura. Great. And then we're going to take a look at the second layer of the aura. That second layer of the aura can have a lot of emotional complaints in there. So sometimes there's... I guess, an emotional landscape that might come with the complaint that you might have heard. Some are in present time. Some might be from long ago. Some situations might be sort of informed by previous events. And that has, carries with it a lot of emotion. So you want to look at that second layer of your aura. You might want to notice the color that your aura layer is. And if there's any other bits of energy that aren't yours, just hanging out. It may not even be the energy of the person who was complaining. It might just be the energy of the situation. And sometimes what we're doing here is we're noticing that We might have had something going on in our own life that's a matching energy to whatever the complaint is about. And so what we're releasing most of the time is our own energy response to that person complaining. In any of the sort of matching pictures to that energy. And it's not good or bad. We're not trying to get into every single time this ever happened in our entire lives. But in that second layer of the aura, which is two layers closest to the body, you want to just release any of that energy, front and back, side to side. 
might look at some of that energy above the head, below the feet. Sometimes emotions form little clouds above the head. You might want to look behind you as well in case you're saving some emotions for later. That's always fun. So you might want to release that down the grounding cord and just notice that color of the aura that is yours. Great. And now the third layer of the aura. It's the third layer out from the body. You want to look at any energy that has to do with dreams. Waking up the next morning with some brilliant idea about whatever the complaint was that you heard. Sometimes we can't take all of that information in and we try to work on it in our own dream time. So any energy of that circulating in that third layer of the aura, you can release down the grounding cord. Any sort of matching pictures to those complaints. Sometimes the sense of urgency about a complaint or a problem can be in this layer of the aura. And in this layer of the aura, you have the chance to uh, create a color here that is helpful to you and your energy and how you like to run your space. Some folks like to run around and do things really fast and have a great time doing that. Other folks like to be a little more methodical, thoughtful as they move through the day. Other folks like to have both fast and slow energy sort of happening at the same time. And that third layer of the aura really is talking to that third chakra, that solar plexus. So any energy in this layer that is not yours, you can release down the grounding cord and set the layer of that aura to the style to which you'd like your energy to run. Notice that space. Notice that color. Then we're going to move to that fourth layer of the aura. I'd like you to notice any energy blobs that aren't yours floating around that fourth layer of the aura four layers out from the body. And what we're looking for here is any energy that is sort of covering up or hiding how you would like to run your energy in this layer of the aura. So that fourth layer is tied to that heart chakra space. And so many of us like to approach life a certain way, um, different sort of attitudes about how we use that heart space. And so I'd like you to notice what that color is for you, that layer of your aura. And any other energy that shows up that's not matching that color, I'd like you to just release it down the grounding cord. Again, some of this energy may not be in present time. It might be from a while ago, (laughs) months ago, years ago. Uh, Sometimes we don't want to forget stuff, and so we keep it around. Um, In some of the more complicated family matters, this is where you would probably find it the complicated stuff in the fourth layer of the aura, you can just release that down the grounding cord. Because right now, you're just releasing energy that's not yours. So you don't need to keep it around, like waiting for something to happen. You can release it. 
And you can set that layer of your aura to a specific color that speaks to how you run your heart space. And that sounds a lot more fun than waiting. (laughs) So if you're having a little um, twist with this in your brain, you might uh, look at any areas of your life where you're waiting. And I'd like you to just release that down the grounding cord. So we want to set our energy here in the fourth layer of the aura now. And we don't want to wait. And if we need to change our space again, we can change our space again. When whatever energy shows up, we can meet that moment. But that's in the future. And so we're not waiting for the future here. We're letting that fourth layer of the aura meet the moment right now. Just take a deep breath. Just notice that space front and back of you, side to side. Any other energies that might be hanging out in that fourth layer of the aura that look like they're just doing nothing but hanging out. You might start to see more uh, people, places, and things sort of float around this layer of the aura. And if they don't pertain to you in this moment, you can release it down the grounding cord. The releasing of energy is important because some of this energy isn't ours. We're not custodials of this energy. But it's all part of the earth. And we're letting the earth handle it. Great. Just take another deep breath and notice that space behind your eyes. Sometimes in that fourth layer of the aura, we've been so busy trying to say hello to spirit. (laughs) We're not paying attention to who's saying hello to us. So I'd like you to just notice that you could be receiving some of that spirit to spirit communication you may not have received, you can feel it coming in as if it's coming from the sun. So above your head, you can just start to receive that into your space. It might just flow right into that layer of the aura. Sometimes the folks that complain to us will thank us later, (laughs) but, you know, as a spirit, but we've moved on. We're doing other things. We're not even paying attention. So any of those times that somebody said thank you and you didn't receive it, I'd like you to receive it now. You may not have said it out loud. It might have just been a thought, but that's where we use that solar light above our head to kind of collect up that energy and we bring it into our space. Great. And now the fifth layer of the aura. Five layers out from the body. This fifth layer has a lot to do with clear audience and that space of saying hello to spirit. And so I'd like you to just notice how many hellos to spirit you might have been trying to give that is still stuck in your space. And I'd like you to just release that back to the center of the earth. The earth will take care of it. You don't have to say hello right now because it's out of present time. We're just releasing those hellos back to the center of the earth. And in that layer of the aura, you might notice that you have other things that you got to do in this layer of the aura. Like maybe set the color of what your next hello is going to be. It might be a color you never thought of. 
It might have symbols in here that you like to use. Just notice that fifth layer. Notice, notice if some parts are uh, clear, if some parts are cloudy, if there's other blobs of energy floating around that aren't yours. You can release those back to the grounding cord, back to the center of the earth, and just have your color fill in that space. Great. We'll move on to the sixth chakra and the sixth layer of your aura. And I say that together because we're already in the center of our head. And so sometimes when somebody arrives on our doorstep, so to speak, and they're complaining, um, some of us are already reading the energy. And so there might be a lot of psychic readings <laughs> that you've been giving, but no one's been getting. So any of those half-sized psychic readings or information that you would have loved to tell somebody what you're seeing, but you just couldn't, there wasn't the space or the time, I'd like you to just release all of those other bits of energy back to the center of the earth, release it out of your aura, Because just because you see energy, you don't have to tell everybody about it, and that's okay. We'll have the earth handle this one. And so sometimes it looks just like a lot of different types of colors of energy. It might look like other blobs. It could look like little postcards of energy, snapshots flying around your space. So anywhere you're noticing that, you can release it back to the grounding cord, back through the grounding cord, back to the center of the earth. Just take a deep breath. And notice that space in the center of your head and any energy that's on that reading screen out in front of you. Sometimes we're still reading someone from a couple of years ago. And I'd like you to just clear all of that off and let it go back to the center of the earth. It'll release down the grounding cord back to the center of the earth. And while we don't need to know all the details at the time you've already given a reading or a spirit communication at some point, and you're not doing it right at this moment, so you can release it. So you can imagine a ring out in front of you. It's going to have a piece missing out of it. We're going to complete that ring. You might see it change colors or get whiter, fatter. But that ring will complete itself. And so all readings are complete right now. You can release that back to the center of the earth. Sometimes this happens when folks come to you and they're in uh, like a psychic distress. And while it might not be all the time that you talk to your friend or family member, it just can take one time of this type of energy and then you're always worried. So any energy in your space where you have these psychic worries for friends and family, I'd like you to release that back to the center of the earth. They're not in present time. And they might be fine. You're the one who's stuck in that energy, looking at it. So we want to take back that center of the head, that clairvoyant space, and just have it all be you right now. So I'd like you to decide on what that color of that layer of the aura is in the sixth layer of the aura. 
sixth layer out from the body. Just notice what color that is. That's all your energy in here. And then we want to check out what's going on with the seventh layer of the aura. This has a lot to do with how people perceive us on the outside. So I'd like you to just release any pictures or energy that says that you're available to listen to all those complaints. You can just release that down the grounding cord back to the center of the earth. You're not being mean. You're just changing the energy. You might be available for lots of other things. Good times happy experiences, good friendships, or whatever else you want to add in the outside of your aura. This is the time to to populate that space. (laughs) You want to fill it up with all the good stuff you can think of. Just take a deep breath and notice how it seems so much more easy now. So on the outside of your aura, you could just be emitting sunshine all the time. If you notice any doormats, you might want to release that down your grounding cord back to the center of the earth. Any lounge chairs. Or other kind of bleachers where people just can just come in and sit down on the outside of your aura, you might want to release that down the grounding cord back to the center of the earth. Sometimes we get really good at welcoming people. And so I'd like you to change that now. So you can welcome people as much as you'd like. but there doesn't need to be any of that sticky stuff with it. It can just be hello. It could be hello and goodbye. (laughs) It could be hello and see you later. You're not stuck with every person you meet having to go through all their stuff. You can just say hello. Hello, I see you as spirit. That could be on the outside of your aura. So I'd like you to take a look around this seventh layer of the aura. It is pretty interesting. A lot of uh, other people can um, sort of project different energy particles onto this layer of the aura. Um, All the humans are doing it. It's not, you know, you're not the only one that has this. You've done it to others. So um, you can release any of that energy on the outside of you on the outside of that seventh layer of the aura. Back down the ground and cord, back to the center of the earth. So you can just be whoever you want to be in the seventh layer of your aura. It does correspond with the top of the head space, that clear cognizant space. So if you think about sort of crowd control and if you had to give a speech and you were saying stuff and you wanted folks to receive kind of what you're about, what would that look like? And that can be on the outside of your aura or the seventh layer of your aura. can be super easy. Great. Just take a deep breath. Just let that sort of change happen on the outside of your aura.
And I'd like you to climb back into the center of your head. I'd like you to notice how big that aura is above your head, below your feet. Maybe you'd like to bring it in a little closer, or maybe you need some more room now. I'd like you to look at how the earth energy is flowing through your space, the cosmic energy is flowing through your space. Do you need more? And then I'd like you to look at what energy that's all you that's running through your space. It might have many colors. You might just have one major color that's you running through your space. The aura layers might be a different color entirely. And so just as another check, I'd like you to notice what's happening with that first chakra at the base of the spine. And I'd like you to release any energy that just might be old now. They might be old complaints. They might be your complaints. <laughs> we might be getting your complaints now because we all have some. So first chakra, usually that has to do with uh, safety, survival, connection to the earth, connecting to the species, whatever we are, our connection to nature. So any energy that's not yours in that first chakra, you could just release it. It might look like little little dots, might look like little blobs of energy. And you might want to set that color of that first chakra at a certain uh, color that you like, that you would like to run in this chakra. And then let's see what's going on with the second chakra, just below the navel. It's tied to many other bodily organs we won't get into now, but that uh, second chakra has a lot to do with creativity. And sometimes when people complain or we complain, we kind of shut it all down. So anywhere you've been trying to get creative, you just can't do it, I'd like you to just change the color of that second chakra, any color you'd like. And for extra credit, you can have that chakra spin in a different direction. I'm not sure why this works. I'm not sure if it's just that we relax because we're thinking about the motion. Um... But however you see that chakra, you might want to spin it in a different direction. And any energy that's not you in there just releases down that grounding cord. Then the third chakra has a lot to do with our own vitality and how we express how much energy we have in our body. And it has a lot to do with the dream time space. We leave our third chakra usually go fly around in dream time. And so I'd like you to change the color of that or uh, that uh, chakra to be one that you like right now. And any energy that's not you in there or not you in your dream time, you can just release it down the grounding cord. And again, if you'd like to spin that chakra in a different direction, you can do that too. All right. Four chakra at the heart. So as a healer, as a complainer, <laughs> as a person who sees energy, you might want to notice what's happening with the four chakra. Is it at ease right now? Would you like more energy in there? Would you like a different color in there? Would you like to release some energy? You want to let this four chakra at the heart be in present time. And what color would that be to you? Great. Any energy that's not that color can just release down the grounding cord back to the center of the earth. And we'll move on to the fifth chakra at the throat. 
also a clairaudient space, a lot of telepathy, a lot of telepathic complaining can happen in the chakra. You could just take a deep breath and just notice any of that energy can release. And I'd like you to set a new color for that fifth chakra. Great. And then chakra, center of the head. I want to just allow that center of the head space to be a color that you enjoy. If you were going to read, folks, what color would you like that to be at? like to enjoy other thoughts and skills and other ways the clairvoyant space works, what color would you need? And anything that doesn't match that, you can just release it down the grounding cord. And then the top of the head. Top of the head, that clear cognizant space, that seventh chakra, it looks like a crown. Sometimes we're not necessarily complaining from the chakra, but we can kind of get the idea behind somebody's complaints. So it's like knowing that complaint field of energy just from the top of her head. But you might want to change that to be something more fun and energetic on the top of the head. What color would that be? Great. I'd like you to just notice you have earth and cosmic energy still running through your body. You've moved out all sorts of energy in the layers of your aura, in many areas of the chakras. So you want to be a little easy with yourself for the rest of the day. I'd like you to stay tuned for more on Inflow Radio. Venus Andrecht is next. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.